everyone. Welcome back. Hello. Hello. Hi. It's good good to be pleasure back. to see you. How's everybody's week? Do we all do all right? Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. one can. Good. <laughs> Our characters didn't die, so I feel like we're off to a pretty good start. Yet. <laughs> Haven't died yet. Yet. There's still time. I can still kill you guys. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for that, yeah, Corin. Like, we're, we're, we're not going to get a rest anytime soon. <laughs> uh, Probably yeah. not. So, hello, everybody. My name is Corin, and I will be your dungeon master today. Uh, with me are... I am Kayla, and I'm playing Celestine, Peace Child. I'm Ander, and I'm playing Kurt. I am Ashlyn, and I'm playing Izzy. I'm David, and I'm playing... Lord Usarker von Pride. All right. So how about we just jump in? All right. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. So just a little recap. After accepting a mission from Governor Tarba Nighthill to reclaim and protect the mill under until reinforcements could arrive, your group was ambushed by some rats who were none too happy being disturbed from their meal. Proving superior, the rats skittered away and you were able to leave the secret tunnel without detection. Ha! <laughs> Just kidding. Y'all were as stealthy as a toddler getting into a pots and pans drawer. And, unfortunately for you guys, a group of cultists and kobolds heard you while investigating the river. After a brutal but quick fight, you all made your way to the mill, Usarker carrying an unconscious kobold over his shoulder. Izzy managed to take out three kobolds, who were all named Philip for some strange reason, before being spotted. And you all subdued the other three, who were also named Philip. One was with an F. <laughs> but you don't know that. <laughs> One of these Phillips revealed that the burning that burning the mill was a ruse, and Kurt knocked him unconscious and stuffed him in a barrel for safekeeping. Izzy stood watch on top of the mill, noting reinforcements were on their way as Kurt and Usarker entered the mill with only the light spell from Celestine to guide them, only to have six spears launch at them. Another battle ensued to which our group of heroes were victorious. After investigating the mill, shutting down the deafening wheel that had been left on in the mill workers' hurry to escape the raiders earlier that night, and the reinforcements arriving to secure the building, our heroes were just about to question one of the ambushers they'd kept alive. So, uh, Usarker, you had put smelling salts under the guard's nose and went, Ugh! What's going on? Mm, I believe that the answer to that question is you are being interrogated after a failed attempt to lure us here and then kill us. Uh, I don't know nothing. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. Sure you do. Why were you told to go here? Because... I'm going to smack him upside the head. Ow! Celestine comments and says, why don't we just kill him? He's not going to be useful to us anyway. He's just not, he's not going to talk. I would happily die. Okay. I, I, I pick up my battle axe. I remember if Izzy's still why on the you, roof. Oh, sorry. Why would you happily die? What are you getting out no, of No, we got this? you up. We got I you told up. you. I'm telling you nothing. Well, well, yes, but, but you know, you, you seem like a fanatical sort. I'm not fanatical. But you would happily die for this cause? Yes. And you're not fanatical. Do, no. you, do you know what fanatical means? Yes. Would you might you, ask him what it means. Would you provide a brief explanation of fanatical? To be a fanatical means that you do something 
to a fanatical sense. I mean, that makes sense. That is not good, good logic because you're using the word in the sentence. I'm not a fanatic. I just know what I believe in. There we go. Wait, wait, wait. So what do you believe in? I was never clear on that. I'm not telling you. Okay. You know what? I think it's okay if we kill him. Celestine, if you'd please, the mall. Okay. I'm going to drag him outside. Okay. At this point, you can go ahead and make another intimidation check because dragging tends to lead to other things. <laughs> um, do I do I get advantage on it? I'll say yeah. I don't know if it'll help. You look pretty scary with all your armor. I know, no. and I'm dragging him with the war mall over this, my this, shoulders. This is so. a war cleric of Tempest. Oh, okay. Thank you for that advantage. Finally. That was much better. It's 19. Wait, wait. Okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold oh, actually, up. 21. Sorry, I forgot I was proficient in intimidation. Oh, in that <laughs> case, eh, hold on. <laughs> hold on. Please. Uh. <clears throat> listen, listen. I am just a hired hand. That's all I am. Like he's lying. I no 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 no. I'm not lying. I'm lying. I'm not lying. I'm lying. No, I'm not lying. I'm not lying at all. So, Celestine, let me let me take these feet for you. It'll move us along along a little bit quicker. Okay. No no no. You cannot take my feet. Don't touch my feet. <laughs> and he starts kicking. No no no. Listen 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 listen. Usarker, you made him very touchy about his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, he's awfully attached to them for now. You do notice uh, that his feet are very, very beautiful. Like, he could be a foot model. You think, maybe. Oh, right. Does he get off. a pedicure every other week? They're beautiful, yes. <laughs> of course he does. <laughs> Go ahead, anybody who wants to make an insight check as he's struggling to, you know, bring his feet underneath Not him. Me. That's a 13 for Celestine. 14 for Izzy. Anyone got a 15? Okay. Okay. You think maybe he might be a foot model on the side. I mean, they're just so beautiful. That's impressive. Yes. Okay, then. So he's grabbing his face like, no, 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 no. Listen, 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 listen. Okay, okay. I personally am not a fanatic. I just <laughs> work for fanatics. <laughs> Some of them I would consider maybe a little fanatical. And what are they fanatical about? They like dragons. Mm-hmm. Sounds like maybe the cult of the dragons. Perhaps. He's wearing the uniform, I shout over from where I am. I haven't followed you outside of the cult of the dragon. We didn't even make it outside. We're hold like, on, hold on. We're I'm not, not wearing any uniform. I am wearing what they gave me. Okay, so... Listen, the dragon people, okay, okay, they're the cult of the dragon. You got me, f sorry, whatever. The cult hires out mercenaries like me and outfits us in clothes that are easily identifiable to the cult. Eventually, some who are good at their job, like me, become semi-permanent fixtures and are trained as such. You're so proud of the fact that you work with the Cult of the Dragon. I believe in their cause. What exactly in their cause do you believe in? Dragon shall rule us all. Okay. Um, Our lord and masters. Lord Pride, is there any other information we can get out of this guy? Um, I think he is a fanatic, even though he claims he's not. I would say, and at this point I'm coming back up, I'm wiping off my hands, and I put my tools away. I would say that... I don't much care from you about whether or not you are or not a fanatic, although it is 
depressing to not, for you to not know the difference, and concerning. However, that's not what we're here about. You are, by your own acknowledgement, not just a soldier, but a soldier hand-picked and devoted to the cause, who was sent on this mission, along with your five other friends? To say nothing of these kobolds that are also around. And... Also hired. And we would like to know why you were pretending to burn down this mill. Well, the, uh... The, the person in charge, Madame Mondath, ordered us to ambush some group of adventurers who dared to fight back. It's supposed to be an easy job, in and out, and you all interfered. Uh-huh. I mean, like, I, I don't know about interfering if it was... I, I, think, I think we just foiled, foiled your plot. I mean... I bet that we're we're that band of adventurers and took care of you nice and easy. What have we done that's what needed to be d defeated? Foiled what? I mean, we walked to the keep. You started killing us. Therefore, you have made an enemy of the cult. I'm already an enemy of the cult. Yeah, seriously. What did you do with Jaden? Who? Jaden! Who? Izzy, I, I don't think th this grunt is going to know grunt. about our brother. I yeah, am you a grunt. hired... Get down. Okay. Get down. <laughs> so. Now, wh where do we find this Mondath? We're going to get some answers. Or did we kill Mondath? No. <laughs> you want to go after Mondath? Good luck. I squeeze his shoulder. Where is okay, she? Okay, she's, she's outside the keep. She's been there the whole time. Oh, cool. She's been watching the keep this whole time. What's she look like? She's the one in the purple robes with the spiky shoulder blades and the, and the giant glaive thing. How did you not notice her? She's, like, been out there the whole time. I haven't really looked out the window. Back door. I believe you greatly underestimate or overestimated, I should say, our involvement. We I care am. a lot less about you than you care about us. Would you care about me more if I told you one other thing? Go on. Listen, I would die for this cause, but just not tonight. If you let me go, I will tell you of a rumor that I heard. About I why like... the cult is in this area. Rumor How... has it. <laughs> How good a rumor is this? Are we talking like you heard it from the kid down the street rumor? Well, actually, yes, but he also works for the cult. So, and he's You're recruiting kids How into the cult? <laughs> I'm, I, listen, I'm 30. He's 25. He's a kid. Oh, oh okay. okay. He's a kid yeah. to me. Wait, I mean, that's how old I am. What? Kid, Celestine. you're a child. <laughs> yeah, Celestine can understand that. I didn't think I was a kid, <laughs> but Okay. So what do you say? Uh, you let me see. go. I walk out of here. I tell you a rumor. And you don't come back here? And I don't come back here. And if we ever see you again, check. you'll run. Izzy, go ahead and make an insight check. I am also going to make that. Go do ahead. I believe he's actually going to leave and not come back? Or is he going to warn people? That's an 11. I have 20. Total? Yeah. 
total twenty. Okay. And my intention with this is. Who are you going to follow him back to camp? Is does he have information? Does does he believe that this information is worth his life? He does believe that this information is worth his life. One hundred percent. We don't know how much he values his life. So I mean, most people. Most people do. Izzy, you believe that he will leave and never come back? I don't trust I also him. want to know where the cult is holed up currently, if he'll tell us. <laughs> uh, you can ask him that. Okay. In addition, so I'll tell him. In addition to that, I'm looking at Izzy and Kurt. We want to know where the cult is currently stationed. Where are your headquarters at? Listen, I don't know exactly where. You know where you sleep at night. I sleep in my house. I you know am where. Hired. I'm assuming you know where the higher ups. Let, let him finish. I don't. I think he's got something to say. Sorry. Okay. But I need your assurance that I can walk out of here. But how do we know you're not just going to run away? You don't. Actually, I think we kind of want him to run away. Yeah, let me run game. away. I don't Add want him running to okay. his superiors. Fair. Fair point. Fair point. Which I think is what he's going to do with my insight. I will 11. let you get away if you swear on your soul and all that you believe on. I swear that I will leave and not come back tonight. I'm going to need something a little bit stronger than that. Swear that you're not going to go straight that you're Bernhardt. not going to go and report on us. Bernhardt, we know that he values his feet, and I see nothing wrong with letting him walk away. But oh. there are other ways to prevent him from rejoining Okay, the okay, fine. I'll just give you the information. Please let me just keep my feet. <laughs> no, I was going <laughs> to say- They are, are my you, money maker. Are we really <laughs> going to make him- We're going to make him walk home with no shoes on. No. That's terrible. <laughs> no. No, please, No. I will lose gigs if you do that. Because <laughs> no, he's a foot model. Right? Right. Take just one shoe away. Okay. <laughs> well, he, I feel like that's he's saying he's willing to say something. Yes, let him okay. say something. So, let's hear the rumor. Um, it sounds like people are mostly okay with letting him go. Yeah, fine. Cool. What's the rumor? I swear on my soul and my life that I will not return tonight if you let me keep my feet. And I will give you this information. Do we have a deal? Sure. I heard a rumor that there is a nest of dragon eggs nearby. And if my deductions are correct, I'm not a thinking man. I'm more of a fighty fight man. But I bet that might be where you might find the station. Listen, I'm just a hired hand. I, I, they tell me to raid. I raid. And then I go home to sleep with my two cats. Aww. Okay, so. But you don't know where this nest is. I get correspondence at my house, I show up at the dedicated area, and then I leave. That's probably relatively And they usually close. send me close, but beyond that, yes. Y- you mentioned telling us about why they're all here tonight. That's true. I I think it's for the, the cause. I think The cause being? To build up the horde to our mistress. That's why everyone's stealing gold. Yeah. And your mistress Trying. is this Miss... What was her name? M- Mondu. Mondu? Mondoth. Mondoth. M-O-N-D-A-T-H. Or Mondath. 
depending on your region. No, mm-hmm. no, 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 no. Our mistress. The mistress herself. Celestine's sitting here trying to go through any you, dragon names. You she do knows, re- remember really that we're not in your cult, right? Tiamat. Oh, that one. The mistress. I feel like Celestine should know that one since she's a cleric. Izzy probably doesn't recognize the name. So this she's is a giant religious. tithing mm. drive? It's a tithing drive. Yes. <laughs> I don't understand faiths. Celestine, does this make any sense to you? Um, Celestine has seen quite a few religions and quite a few takes on religions. So um, she's, I mean, this isn't the weirdest thing she's seen, unfortunately. Very well. Does this information help us in any way? Yep, we know there's somewhere around here. And Madame Mon. Doth is somewhere in front of the keep, wearing a purple cloak and shoulder blades, and she'll probably know more than this one. What's your name? Me? Oh, my name is Billy. So, she'll probably know more than Billy here. Very well. I see no further use in having him. So outside, you hear uh, the reinforcements going, clear, clear, all clear, everything's clear, everything's fine, I got, nothing's over here. Everything, oh, uh, there's a kobold in this bucket, but I think he's <laughs> unconscious. Uh, and you, the um, the main guy of the reinforcements comes up and he says, uh, Hi, y'all, I, uh, it looks like we're all clear here. We got this under control. Uh, oh, I see you've kept one alive. I'm sure, uh, I'm sure Governor Nighthill would really enjoy having that. We've already given him our word that in exchange for the information that he's given us, we will allow him to walk out of here. However, I think we do need his clothing at least. We don't want him um, Not wandering out. Not all his out. clothes. I don't want all the clothes. We, he can have his shoes. Thank you. That's all I need. I really want him <laughs> to remain. I really want his, um, I mean, he can keep he his can have, you know, some Some sort of decency. In okay, it, good. Think. Thank you. So at this point, I am going to go ahead and go back into the building where the guy can't see. And I'm going to begin stripping off the clothing from the dead bodies. Okay. It takes a couple I'm seconds. fine with taking his cloak. I'm sure he can keep his... Well, I, other... I, I think Usarker's planning on getting us a way in. Mm-hmm. Yes. Celestine understands that. But surely not all the clothes. <laughs> okay. We don't need the undergarments, I think is what Celestine is saying. Oh. That's exactly can what I, Celestine can I, can I go now? I, I would really like yeah. to get home to feed my cats. Has he stripped... No. I'm gonna... We need his clothes. Just the clothes. I told him that. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. Take, take his weapons, take his armor. Weapons, armor, and cloak. All right, so you take. he takes off his armor, he takes off his cloak. He leaves his shoes, because he's never giving those up. His mm-hmm. feet must stay protected at all times. Told yep. him that. That's fair. <laughs> that was part of our deal. And he uh, he kind of kind of shivers because of the, the temperature change of not having a shirt on, and he goes, am I free to go? Yep. 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 So if you may come again never... tonight, we'll kill you. And may we never meet again, Billy. And if you come another night, we'll probably still kill you. Noted. My cats, thank you for letting me live another night. Again, not a fanatic. I just believe in the cause. Yep. Run, Billy, before one of these other people decides that you look like target practice. <laughs> and he starts running away. <laughs> yeah. I hand the clothes to uh, Usarker. Yes, thank you. There are six bodies here. I don't know which of these clothing will be in serviceable enough condition to hide it during the night. But if we, for example, Mm. wanted to sneak up on them, 
if we found some clothes that were not torn to ribbons and used those to cover ourselves between the cover of darkness, we might be able to ambush them. By we, I mean whichever six of the of the governor's most valiant warriors would like to attack the leader. I see no right reason why it should be us. Oh, okay, cool. All right, so the other guy comes up. He's uh, okay. We uh, we'll let him go, I, I guess. But uh, you you guys might want to uh, get to the keep. You guys look a, a little bloody. Uh, not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you take your yourselves back to the keep, there there's some healers there, and they can help you heal up. Did you all come by the secret tunnel, or did you clear another route back? Uh, we went by the secret tunnel. Uh, the front door is still getting bombarded, and I didn't feel like repelling off the back of the, the keep. Very well. Then it's back through the fields and tromping through other people's wheat, and then to, oh, through a river to the secret tunnel. And I still have the key, and I hold it out. Excellent. Sounds like over the river and through the wheat. <laughs> yeah. That's the governor's... clever, Kurt. Good job. <laughs> to, the, to the governor's brick thing we go. Right. <laughs> right. So how are you guys going? How are you guys getting back? I think that we should use our established pattern. Isidore in front, about 50 feet. Kurt behind, maybe 10, 20 feet. And then Celestine and I in the middle with the heavy armor. All right. So uh, just going back to what Kayla asked... Uh, a couple episodes ago, she had asked in the tunnel that we return back to Usarker and Celestine's thought processes. Um, but we never actually got back there because you went from battle to battle. And we all just kind of forgot about it. So, as you guys are going back to the keep, what's going through Celestine's mind? And I will roll for perception checks for people. Okay, so Celestine is thinking about this whole situation... She came here as a, it's a way stop. She was just stopping here for the night so she could get to Baldur's Gate, um, where her family is. And so she wasn't really planning, and she hasn't heard anything from her gods, so she hasn't been called to be part of this battle. And so theoretically, there isn't really much holding her here, but um, she's over the years, especially since she's had kids and grandkids, um... She started becoming a little more worried about things like how does this sort of thing affect the kids in the town and things like that. And so she's staying here now because she's she wants to make sure that the kids are protected, that the kids aren't going to die because of cultists and kobolds thinking that they can come in and just ransack the village and kill everyone to get gold. Um, as she's hearing more from like Billy and hearing that this is a cult, a region... It might be a little bigger than what she thought, and so she's starting to be a little more concerned about her own kids, even. Okay, what about you, Sarker? For Lord Pride, this is an opportunity. He came here looking for the cult, based off of information he got from his uncle Ergosa. And, for better or worse, the cult is here. He thought he would have to spend weeks, possibly months, searching for this cult, and... He doesn't have to spend any time at all. Instead, if he can survive, which is quite questionable, to be honest, at this moment, he's had a number of close calls, then he stands to be able to achieve all of his goals. All right, what about you, Kurt? What's what's going in, going on in Kurt's head? So th- this is kind of a, it, it's a, a bit of a breakthrough. Like, okay, we, we've heard, we found out a little bit about 
um, the cult. They are here. This, because he received word that there had been a ransom note um, given to my adopted brother Jaden's family, um, the Frazios, that he was to come here and, or that somebody was to come here and pay the ransom to get uh, Jaden back. But this, there seems to be a, a large, something big going on here, and that that's concerning for the region. Um, but I at least have a name, and, and somebody who probably knows something about Jaden here. So his goal is going to be make contact with this Mondath and make something happen. Okay, quite easy. So, as I'm walking through the wheat fields, uh, scouting ahead and looking to see if there's any danger coming for us and making our way back to the secret tunnel, my mind is filled with, why is this happening? I understand that there are dragon eggs, and there's something to do with this mistress they call Tiamat, but what does this have to do with Jaden? Why did they take him? Why are they ransoming him? It feels like there should be more to this than just they need gold to build up a horde for their dragon mistress and dragon babies and all this stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> So Izzy's just, she's kind of caught in this loop of why is this happening? Why is it happening to Jaden? Why is it happening here? Why am I caught up in this? But I want to bring Jaden back home to his family because they're very worried about him. I'm worried about him. He's my best friend. And I don't know if I am enough to help him. I, I definitely feel like if I were to try to do this alone, even if just me and Kurt, like it's not going to be enough to rescue Jaden. And who's to say even if we rescue Jaden, it's going to continue to protect him in the future if the cult just keeps coming back. There's something more sinister going on, and it could threaten my adopted family. And I am not okay with that. So as you guys stealth and... Well, attempt to stealth and sell it's Dean's case. Yep. <laughs> I am like the wind. <laughs> so we've I got the wind my shortcomings. <laughs> we've got the wind in the front and the clink 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 in the back. Yeah, somehow I'm the thunder. Don't worry. <laughs> clink clink clinks in the middle. I, I don't have things to clink. That is true. That is true. Thunder's stomp, in the middle. Stomp, stomp. Yeah, that's my rustle 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 of plaid. <laughs> plaid rustles. Yeah. Does it not? How, what kind uh, of a noise flannel. do you think it makes? Flannel. Flannel. Plaid is a pattern. Yes. <laughs> The sound of plaid. Do you still in plaid? <laughs> <laughs> oh my if goodness. silence has a sound, sound then plaid right. can have a sound. <laughs> you guys get to the tunnel unseen and untouched somehow. Yay! We're lucky. Mm. Yeah, lucky. We'll Actually, uh, Izzy just thinks it's because she's super awesome at stealthing. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, as well. too. <laughs> uh, a big group of reinforcements did just come through here. I'm, I'm sure there were bodies along the way. You may or may not have seen clumps that could have been bodies. Izzy wasn't looking too closely. <laughs> yeah, unless Celestine has her light out, nope. you wouldn't be no. able to tell. 
Uh, you guys get into the tunnel and make your way through. Oh, good. We don't disturb any more rats. Nope. The rats are gone. <laughs> they were miffed enough that they left. Oh. And oh, good. they shall not return until tomorrow. That's fair. At least that's what you would suspect. Mm. <laughs> These are very um, well thought out mice. Rats. Rats are never gone long. <laughs> like, we should leave this place. Apparently it's dangerous for us. But we'll come back tomorrow. <laughs> food. It's the rats. It's food. It's true. They go with the food. It's true. I'm surprised <laughs> they found any food in this unused secret tunnel. <laughs> so you guys go through. Uh, you make it into the keep. Yay. And that should be on your screens now. You've made it into the keep. And immediately, Escobar, who... <laughs> is still standing there, nervously pacing, goes, oh my goodness, thank goodness. I was so worried. I can't, oh my gosh, are you okay? Hold on, hold on. Salen, we gone for Salen, like an we hour. need healers. Salen, go get the healers. Why were you worried for us? Because you went through and you could have died. Yes. The mill could have the, exploded with fire. The, your town is on fire. It's and I know you. I can be worried for my new friends. It, it, it's all right, Estroker. Like, you know, it, it, it's all right. <laughs> Thank goodness. And at that moment, uh, two Claires come rushing in, and uh, one goes, "Oh, oh my, oh my goodness!" and immediately starts casting spells, starts doing uh, healers kits, and patching you guys up. Um, and over the course of about 10, 20 minutes, you guys are now back at full health. Wait, nice. hang on. Wait a second. <laughs> Celestine, so we're all in the same room. Mm-hmm. Yep. We're all getting healed. Uh-huh. Celestine notices how badly injured Usarker is. Usarker, what was your hit points at? Usarker was at 8 of 20. Doing fine, my foot. <laughs> I was barely Celestine, bloodied. Celestine, oh my... You're, as no, you as are, there's a blood as there's like a giant gash. <laughs> as there's a giant gash in your side. No, no, I was barely, barely hit. Uh-huh. Barely bloodied. I didn't say barely hit. No, My that's armor a lot absorbed of... most of it. You are getting the worst mom stare you've ever seen. Your mother has no stare as compared to this. My pallid complexion gives you a quizzical glance back. And read you the riot act. Do you have a riot act to read? Not literally, but basically, it's going to be, Usarker, what were you thinking? You could have died out there. If there had been another attack, you should have gotten healed. Why didn't you let me heal you? I specifically asked you if you needed healing, and you said, No, no, Celestine, I'm doing fine. I don't need any healing. I would have had to carry you back to the keep. You could have been a liability to the party and gotten the rest of us killed because you wouldn't get healed. Next time, let me heal you. Are you in the habit of carrying strange men back through swamps of water and caverns beneath the the keep? Yes. Hmm. Escobar is (laughs) slowly (laughs) moving out of the room as this tirade is going on. He's I'm gonna I'm gonna go get the governor. I will be goodbye. Izzy's a little jealous that he gets to escape. Yeah. She's also a little terrified of Celestine's tirade. <laughs> She's like, oh, I've never had someone yell at me like that before. She never turns that rage against me. <laughs> I will have you know I am not in the 
what's what is the word practice of relying upon the gods or their agents it is not something i have had the opportunity to avail myself of opt- often i just raised my eyebrow i have a med kit too i could have patched you with band-aids i also have a med kit you didn't use it we don't didn't have the time to patch with band-aids while we were rushing our way to the mill Oh man, this is gonna be so hard. No, nope, no, nope, pretty sure we did. Wounds. Oh no. <laughs> On principle, Lord Pride refuses to be cured with I mean, cure they, wounds. they call him Lord Pride for a reason. I, ne- I never <laughs> said I was going to refuse cure wounds. Okay, okay. However, you it's quite clear not. that he has a certain distrust or distance from the clergy. Mm hmm. You know, he, he tends to give long eyes to holy symbols and things mm-hmm. like that. Mm hmm. Well, Celestine still thinks that you should let people heal you, especially in the heat of battle, where you could become a liability to the rest of the party. If nothing else, you should at least let the rest of the party know you're going to be a liability so we can plan for it. You notice that the clerics have also left. (laughs) Hey, Izzy, let's go. It appears that we have been bandaged and everything else. Who was it who wanted us to continue doing sallies and tasks? Governor Tarbo. Okay, I'm Tarbo? done. Tarbo? Especially Tarbo. since I'm assuming you've been healed. Thank you for your One day, I'll get his name right. Okay. Yeah. Today One is day not we'll that be day. gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just in time for us to leave. Yep. So did you uh, did you two try to sneak out while this tirade was happening? Is that what I heard? Y- yeah, we were like, we're, we're, we're leaving. <laughs> we don't need to be part of this conversation. All right, so Sarker and Celestine, you look around and realize you're the only two in this room. <laughs> <laughs> I look about, how did this happen? <laughs> Celestine understands this phenomenon very, very well. Don't worry. It usually happens when she's yelling at one of the kids and the other two kids flee before it's their turn. You had a very different household than I do, I say. Let's go find the others. <laughs> so, uh, you two, we'll say that this is taking place over about five minutes. What are you guys doing during this five minutes of, so- the, of Celestine reading him the riot act? Uh, Kurt had mentioned to me that we should go look for Governor Tarba. Tarbo. Yeah. Tarba. Tarba. B A W. Tarba. Tarba. He is a tar and he goes ba. <laughs> <laughs> sure. Why not? <laughs> this is Ashlyn trying to remember the name. Tarba. Okay. He's a tarba. Sure, why not? <laughs> I will try not to ba at his name. <laughs> that would be bad that protocol. <laughs> Yeah. Well, well uh, Warren took we, one got... point of psychic damage on that one. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we've got ourselves all uh, fixed up na- nice and right. Uh, let's see what what other good we can do here about. Yeah. Uh, it looks like there's still a lot of trouble going on in the town. Um, uh, where where I, I want to get a peek over the wall at. Oh, see if we can fe- see that Madame Monmouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's let's, where I'm let's, let's do it. I'm following Kurt. All right, so you guys head up to the top of the tower, and you do see guards up there, and they go, "Hey, hey, thanks, thanks for helping us out. Uh, do you, do you need bows? Um, nope. I pull out my longbow. Perfect. Uh, are are you on shift as well, sir? Uh, just just looking. Oh, stay stay low if you want to yeah. look. Mm-hmm. So as you guys take a look over the parapet, you notice immediately that there is a woman in purple covered head to toe in purple and gold 
She's got ginormous spikes on her shoulders and she she has uh, short dark hair and she's got like this um, this coat that is cut into two that kind of symbolizes dragon wings. Kind of like the, what are they called? the mm-hmm. cape. The cape. Ashlyn is very jealous of this outfit. Izzy is a little terrified. <laughs> <laughs> you also notice that she's surrounded by 12 guards. Mm. Nothing shouts important like having 12 guards. <laughs> One of the bowmen standing next to you kind of nudges you and says, that's the scary lady. She's just been standing there and people every once in a while, they come up there and she says something and then they run off. I don't know what's happening, but even the governor has cautioned us from attacking her for fear of inciting even more bloodshed if she dies. Well, we do know she's kind of a leader. We've talked to one of her subordinates. Uh, At that moment, you see the woman look up and you're not entirely sure if she can see you, but she looks like she's staring directly into your soul. Mm, Izzy's even more terrified. (laughs) She smiles a little bit and then turns back to one of her guards and starts to talk to one of them. What do we do? So we were gonna go talk to Governor Tarbot. My my impression, my impulsive impression here is shoot her. Lend me your bow. (laughs) (laughs) Um, you don't need to roll an insight check to know how terrifying this woman actually looks, and you know that if you do hit her, you can suspect that bad things potentially would happen. Okay, so (laughs) I, I think. Kurt, Kurt reaches for Izzy's bow for a moment, but then thinks better of it as a dragon flies overhead just for a moment. Oh, yeah, yeah, that dragon's that. still flying, by the way. Mm-hmm. Does your conscience whisper to you, all it takes is one arrow through the eye, just tempting you? Nah. What? Because like, if, if you shot her, if you mm-hmm. shot at her and it hit her because her head is exposed in the eye, mm-hmm. she would die. Yeah. No matter how scary someone is, if they get shot and killed, they're dead. And down comes the dragon. Maybe, yeah. Um, The the DM said that bad things would happen or something like that. Oh, okay, okay. The other side, so there's two two angels in you. One is saying, shoot her. Arrows kill people. And the (laughs) other is saying, I'll bet it won't kill her. I'll bet that she's (laughs) a lot more powerful than your second level character is. The DM is only giving you a warning. Kurt can do whatever he wants. (laughs) Uh, Kurt, survive. I've seen how these go. (laughs) I'm going to refrain. Okay. Mm. Yeah, Izzy's just too terrified. She's not going to do anything. She's just going to be like, "Uh, where's Governor Tarbaugh? So as you say that, you do see the governor uh, walking down the stairs on the other side of the parapet, and he's heading towards the common area of the the lower level of the keep. Okay. Uh, uh, let, let's go ahead and go back and find the governor. There he is. Do the yep. rest of let's us rejoin it. at this point? Yeah, so at this point, you, uh, Arsar- Usarker and Celestine, you manage to finish your argument and come outside. You see... The governor uh, walking towards you, he sees you and he kind of waves. You also see Izzy and Kurt start to come down the stairs. And there's a there's a woman walking next to him. And he he's, he's kind of nodding, uh, uh, looking like he's humoring her. 
as he's walking towards you. And then all of a sudden you hear her say, That's her! That's her! She's the one who cut my pocket! And she's the one <laughs> who almost killed me! Son-in-law, please! Please take her away! Oh no. Oh no. And she points directly at Izzy. I did what now? Apparently you accosted the mayor's mother. This is the old woman. I know that. Yeah. What did she say I did? Cut her purse. She attacked me. She she cut my pocket and I lost five coins. And then I did not cut her pocket. She might have faulty memory. <laughs> I don't remember this, so you rolled a natural one, cut her pocket. Yeah, it was a fail. Oh, as you were attacking oh, one right. of the kobolds. And then that's, she put no, gold on her. I just don't remember her cutting her pocket. Yeah. And then she put gold on the ground that I couldn't reach because of my bad hip. You should throw her in jail. I was trying to save your life. I'm sorry. No, you were not. Then what Tarba, Tarbar, put him, put her in prison. Uh, Is he just standing governor, there confused? We, we accomplished the task that you assigned us uh, of saving the mill. Uh, uh, th thank you. Give me just a second, Helgren. I will. I will take care of this. Uh, please go back inside. There was a dragon. I don't care about the dragon. I just want her in prison. I understand. I will take care of this. Please go back inside. And he kind of motions to one of the uh, the soldiers and says, "Could could you could you make her a cup of tea?" And he kind of makes a motion of like, slip something in there <laughs> to, oh, no. to get her to fall asleep, oh, kind wow. of a thing. Just like, get, calm her down, calm her down. And the guard goes, uh, yeah, yes, yeah, sir. Uh, c come on, madame. And she goes, I, I, okay, I'm thirsty anyway. <laughs> and she walks off and the governor <laughs> is Freeze. like, he's like, he puts his hands to his heart and goes, <laughs> Doubly, thank you. Without the elderly, clearly we would have no past to push us forward to the future. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Um, I I assume that the reinforcements found you and and the mill is okay. Yep, mill is safe. Yep. Apparently, it was a ruse to try and bring us out there so they can attack us. Us, as in uh, us, the adventurers. Uh, us specifically. Us, us meddling four. adventurers, as in you four. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So, to put things bluntly, the cult doesn't seem to want any more violence than they have to do. And those of your men, including us, it seems, who attack them, they are making plans on how to lure out and kill. They would prefer if you would just stay here hidden in the keep and let them raid the town so that they can leave in peace. Well, that, that makes me a little less fearful. You see, my my mother-in-law, uh, lovely I, lady. She's a very wonderful woman. Sometimes, mm -hmm. she's just worried because my wife did not make it to the keep. I don't know where she is, and mm. I'm trying to protect this town. Unfortunately, uh, I I cannot appease her and the town at the same time, unfortunately. <laughs> no, that makes sense. They're like two full-time jobs. Yes, and he, he kind of winces, and his arm is still in a sling. And he winces, he goes, that that's true. Uh, th thank you so much. And he kind of wipes his forehead. He's, he looks like he's sweating. Celestine, and does anybody else have medicine? Nope, I do. 
Okay, can Usarker and Celestine make checks? Ten. I got an 18. Okay. So, Celestine with a 10. Uh, you do notice that he is looking a little sweaty, looking a little flushed. Uh, Usarker, you notice that he may be a little worse for wear than he's letting people on, and he may be developing some sort of infection from one of his wounds. Is this the sort of thing where a healing spell would fix it, or is this the sort of thing where bed and rest and cleaning the wound would fix it? A healing spell would fix it, most likely, but as as of this point, he's the only one who hasn't who is still in bandages. Everyone else seems to be okay. I'm going to turn to Celestine and say, now might be a keen time to continue our short discussion. Governor, you're not looking well. Clearly you are a man of action and are doing your best to take care of the town, but you are falling apart. Rather literally, and are in danger of a deadly infection. I've seen this sort of thing before, and if you do not have someone, perhaps a cleric of Tempest I know, heal you of your wounds, or perhaps one of your own people take care of you, then your keep will be left without its leader. Go ahead and make a persuasion check. Twelve. He he wipes his forehead again. He goes, uh, you're, you're, I, th- I think you're right. Uh, it's just so much to do, so much to see, and... There's so much in the back street that's happening right now. I just... Cure wounds is a standard action. Less than six seconds to attack. <laughs> <laughs> How meta. I'm just... I, I was trying to save healing for those who needed it, but you might be right. Sir, it sounds like you need it. Okay. The, the people... It, you want to save your town. Your town needs you. Uh, go, oh. go talk to your, your clerics. Get them, get them to see you. Feel. Um, now, they've just seen to us. What more can we do for you? Uh, I, I. Uh, you mentioned your wife. Yeah. Yes. Uh, my wife. I was on the other side of town when all this happened. She was grabbing some late night groceries for the evening. And I, I, she, she didn't make it into the keep. She knows that if the town is under attack, she's supposed to go to the keep, but she didn't make it. I don't know where she is, but I, I, I can't focus just on my wife. The town itself needs help. And I'm waiting for more reports, but the, the mill was our biggest issue right now at the moment. But you guys did that, and I thank you so much. Thank you. Okay, so we're waiting for more reports. Is that it? Right. Okay. And he says, if, if you excuse me, I am going to take this young man's advice and get some help. <laughs> Please do. If your and avoid healers, those back streets. And if your healers are unable to heal you immediately, please come back to me. Okay. Thank a you. A leader is no good if he has a fever and is laid out in bed. Right. Also, I've, I don't remember if we even exchanged names. Uh, now is not the time. Hurry along. Doctor's orders. Okay. I'll <laughs> Apparently, do he's a doctor. I just found out. Okay. Just now. I will follow you, doctor. <laughs> go. Pride. Go. Okay. okay. <laughs> you're, you're missing okay. the point. Okay. And he, he kind of wanders oh, he off. He tried. 
He's stumbling a little bit. You think he's starting to get a little feverish at this oh, point. Oh, gosh. Does someone... He has guards with him, right? Uh, a few guards help him along. Oh, good. Okay. There, there's like... people running back and forth while this is all this is happening. Red Dirt D&D brings you the world's greatest role-playing game with an Oklahoma twist. Join four adventurers as they travel into the Calban frontier to map the Wild West region for the Dwarven Train Barons. Elves and orcs collide with saloons and sheriffs in this actual play Dungeons and Dragons podcast featuring local actors and veterans of the game. The first episodes are coming soon to your favorite podcast location, so make sure to subscribe so you don't forget. You can find out more information at Red Dirt D&D on Facebook and at reddirtdnd.com. Hi folks, Ashlyn here with a quick announcement. From everyone here at Power Word Crit, we want to thank you for listening and supporting the show. And just like adventurers who sometimes need a little help with fighting the BBEG, we need your help too. By telling your friends about Power Word Crit, not only will it give you a DM inspiration, but it'll also help me, I mean you, to level up to 20. So, here's the plan. Between episode releases, each person who tweets about the show and uses the hashtag PowerWordCrit will give you a shout-out in an upcoming episode. Thanks, and on with the show. Uh, you also see kind of in a corner some some sheets on the ground mm, mm-hmm. and with lumps underneath. So you think that some people may have dragged bodies in there or some uh. people on the on the parapet would have uh, got injured and passed away. And... You as as you see that you see another body getting placed okay. down off into the corner. Well, we could help the guards up on the wall for a bit, or That's we can go corner. look for his wife. We would the need to talk to the mother-in-law. Are they actually getting shot at it? It does appear to be so. Hmm. I think perhaps for myself, it may be best if I tend to the wounded while we wait. Doctor Pride, after all, is one of my titles. <laughs> Celestine's giving you an evil eye. The doctor didn't heal himself or ask for healing. She's not saying this. I mean, from. But it is going through her head. She's like, uh huh. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Celestine, make an insight check. And that would be 15. I'll let you decide. Does she know you're lying? About what? Being a doctor. Um, He's trained in medicine. I'm trained in yeah, medicine. I am a doctor. Now, yeah. in as what? far as what I doctor, that is greatly up <laughs> to debate. But I think that I have studied anatomy in detail. I have studied diseases, virology, poisons, and the like. I am proficient with a medical kit. I think I'm more of a doctor than most of the people who are trained in medicine, at least in a clinical sense. So I'm a field doctor. medic, not a doctor. Right. <laughs> much more, you know, actual experience for Celestine. Much more. Have studied it extensively. I have an aunt who has a wonderful display full of um, various body parts that have been amputated off as part of surgeries, which she keeps. She used those <laughs> to teach me and to show me what mm. had gone wrong. Are you telling Celestine all this? No, I'm, I'm telling the DM. Okay. <laughs> And our listeners. And our listeners. It is true. He is a doctor. The cell scene. Something. He's a doctor. He's not lying. Yep. Evil eye. <laughs> uh, so, uh, Kurt, you said that maybe you 
you guys wanted to go around helping people. Sorry, what, what was it you wanted to do? So I'm bored. Either we're going to <laughs> I, I, help the soldiers up on the parapet, rather. or we're going to go and find uh, Governor Tarbaugh's wife who's still missing. You could also short rest. I'm, I'm good. I, I don't, I don't need anything. <laughs> Did we receive healing or mostly just kind of patch up? No, no, no. You guys are at full health. Okay. But you did not receive the benefits of short rest if you needed it. Okay, got it. Suspecting that I'm about to be redeployed, I will do what I can in order to assist the wounded and the injured and examine them while also taking this time to rest. Okay. Is he and Kurt, is there anything you wanted to do specifically? Um, I'm going to help the soldiers out on the parapet using my longbow. And if Kurt wants to join me, I'll let him borrow my yeah, crossbow or something. I think, I think I'll do so. There, there's bows handy. Um, I was offered one previously, so. Okay. Yeah. Uh, as you guys are up there, every once in a while, an arrow will fly up. Um, but you think this is really more of a like a warning shot? Um, it doesn't really look like anybody has is purposely getting attacked uh, consistently. Just more of a. Hey, we're still out here. Mm-hmm. We're still shooting at you. But you can't leave the keep yet. <laughs> yeah. They are very much guarding the keep and it is almost surrounded by cultists and mercenaries. And so cobalt. what time of night is it right now? So at this point, I'll say it's been about uh, an hour total. So it's about 10 p.m. Okay. Celestine and Usarker, as you guys are going around helping with the healing kits and stuff like that, um, it, it's about another hour. So by the time uh, you guys reconvene with each other, it's about 11 p.m. You guys stay at, you, Kurt and uh, Izzy, you guys stay up there for about an hour, and you two are going around helping people. Usarker's uh, patching might look a little prettier than Celestine's. Celestine's like, slap a Band-Aid on it, wrap it up, put the splint on it, call it good. Very neat stitches. <laughs> There's stitches? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> What's a stitch? <laughs> you just tie it up real tight. Say a prayer. <laughs> uh, she might, no, she'll probably do stitches. They just aren't very neat stitches. Yeah, They're very fast and efficient stitches. Exactly. They're going to hold up if you have to run. Mm-hmm. So after after the hour, Governor Nighthill comes back out. He looks much better. A lot less fevered. Uh, and he says, I apologize about that. Um, I am feeling much better. Thank you so much for forcing me to take care of myself. Uh, I apologize. What was your guys' names? You guys have helped so much. I bow. I am Celestine Peace Child, a cleric of Tempest. Nice to meet you, Celestine. It's always nice to have a Tempest cleric nearby. Uh, what about you, sir? My name is Kurt, Kurt Bernhold, uh, just down from the logging cap up at the Somerset Mountain. Ah, yes. Uh, th- thank you for being here. Thank you for helping. And you, ma'am? Uh, Izzy kind of like stands at attention and gives like a little salute, and she's like, Izzy Wilkenmov from El Terrell, at your service. <laughs> he he kind of chuckles and he says, no need, no need to salute, but thank you. Uh, nice to meet you, Izzy. And uh, you, sir, Mr. Doctor, sir. I am Lord Usakravon Pride. I am from Baldur's Gate, come here recently. Thank you. Thank you, Von Pride. Um, I haven't received any communications yet from anybody. 
So if you guys can just help out here for a little bit, uh, if you want to go back out, that's fine. I just, I, I don't know what to do. I don't know what our intelligence is at the moment. You need us to go gather intelligence? Uh, I mean, I'm not the sneakiest. You and I would be but... ill-suited to it, but Isidore would be fantastic, and Kurt has seemed to be no slouch. Mm-hmm. So he says, uh, you know, that might be... And at that moment, you hear a loud bang. And Escobar oh. comes running through and says, Help! Help! Raiders! Raiders in the keep! They broke through the gate in the sally port! And he panically starts uh, grabbing people. Help! I need help! People help, please! Escobar! They'll help! <laughs> All right. Yep. Our friend, our new friend. At that moment, <laughs> you do see a bunch of uh, like kobolds and guards and cultists start going throughout the keep and a bunch of guards from the keep itself are like cutting them down and trying to do anything and Escobar runs up to you guys and says help help I need please help help me uh, secure the door please follow me yep. okay didn't but yeah I don't need to say anything at all I'm running yep okay yep. following Escobar so you guys run to the sally port the sally port is actually over on the west side if you can see that mm-hmm. the let me pull all this up. Ooh, they've got a good design here. The way that this is set up, where you have to go in and then take a jig and then go again, will prevent larger battering rams from being deployed against the inner door. Oh, because the the door into the keep and the door out of the keep, there's a hallway in between yeah. the doors. They're offset, right? It's mm-hmm. offset, so you can't bring as large of a battering ram through and bring it to bear against the door. No running charges. <laughs> or giant wooden logs. <laughs> charge you have to have 20 feet right true as you guys approach the the sally port you notice uh, as you peek in the room is about 10 feet by 20 feet uh and it is actually built exactly to prevent people from just barging into the keep there are some uh aisles that you'd have to wind around um it, it's uh for counterattack for like a normal sally port uh, as you guys enter the room, you notice that there are three kobolds, two hooded figures, and one of those small dragon-like creatures that you saw before that was climbing up on the walls. Oh, yeah. These are large in. dog size? They are, yeah, they're like um, German Shepherd sized. Yeah. All right. Are you guys ready? Roll for initiative. Yeah. Oh, this is going to be great. Oh, yes. Great as usual. <laughs> oh, no. I'll bet mine is better than yours. <laughs> I bet it is. <laughs> is it in the negatives again? No. Miraculously, oh. no. Okay. That's good, then. I'll count our blessings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, I Izzy. did not trip on the way through the door. <laughs> Izzy, what's your uh, initiative? That's a 23. Wow. That's the best roll ever. I know. Well, Celestine! I'd be a three. Okay, we're moving on up from the negative ones. Yes. <laughs> Sarker. Two. We're moving down. Okay, I'm impressed. Kurt. I'm 21. impressed. 21. Okay, oh, that's dang. awesome. Yeah. Aw, we group together quite nicely. <laughs> well, you you guys yeah. group nicely. We, we do group nicely. Yep. All right. So Kurt and Izzy all the way. <laughs> okay, so Dream as you guys team. can see on the map, you've got three kobolds, two culty looking people with hoods, mm-hmm. and then this dragon thing that's starting to kind of crawl up the walls and it's kind of weird but first up Izzy 
What do you do? Okay, we knew there was trouble, so I drew out my scimitars beforehand. So okay. I have both my scimitars out. I'll say that we assumed that happened. Yeah. I yeah, mean... Same. Uh, as yeah. we charged, we threw our weapons. Yeah, I'll say. You, yeah. you knew what like, was happening. We, we, we knew we were getting into a fight. We weren't just going to happen upon it and then draw our weapons. Okay. Um, so she is going to attack the closest creature to her. Um, would that be... That would probably be one of the acolytes. Not the lizard. Okay. Well, um, hold on. Where's the... Yeah, you're right. It'd be the... the lizard-looking thing. All right, she's going to attack the dragon-like dog thing uh, with her scimitar. Okay. Ooh, that is a natural 20. Yeah, that hits. (laughs) Hooray for crits. Huzzah. First crit of the night. Mm -hmm. Hooray. Oh, man. That was not good damage. Uh, That is seven points of damage. Okay. He rolled snake ass. Almost mm. neat, guys. Oh, okay. Okay. That's okay. <laughs> um, and then I'm going to use a bonus action offhand attack. Go for it. Um, that is a 18 to hit. That hits. Okay. Nice. Much better. Nine points of damage. Woo. Okay, this guy is looking really hurt. You've done some damage. Cool. I slice and stab at this dragon thing and I'm just like you shall not enter this place <laughs> and I am a turn <laughs> perfect Kurt it is your turn okay I'm gonna run in beside Izzy and okay. is there space for me to get in there or is it look, look pretty blocked up it's pretty tight okay it looks like you have a diagonal to the um, lizard though yeah so I'm gonna go ahead and attack that uh, I've got my shield in one hand my battle axe in the other okay um and let's go ahead and make a reckless at- attack. All right. So that gives me advantage on my attack. Um, and Advantage on you, right? Correct. Yeah, it gives advantage to the attackers. Cool. I rolled two 14s together. Oh, nice. Um, plus seven. So 21. 21. That'll hit. Uh, eight damage. How would you like to kill this creature that you have come across so only I, once I, before? Yeah, <laughs> I, I run in and with an underhanded um, swipe, um, catch it underneath its jaw, and it, it does a flip and crumples into the wall behind it. It crumples and dies. Is there anything else you would like to do? No. Is he wants to give... A fist bump to Kurt as a free action? Yeah. Reaction <laughs> fist bump. <laughs> reaction fist bump. Perfect. I will allow that because that's fun. Yeah. Okay. So it is now the kobolds' turns. So the one in the front of the pack is going to throw a dagger at Izzy. You do have cover because there are in the way. Yep. Or acolytes or whatever. Hooded figures. Hooded figures in the way. Um, Can can I amend mine and just move forward into that space? Mm, Yeah. So I I am next to Izzy um, standing off against the cultists. Okay. That's fine. Shield out and ready to. Or whatever the hooded figures are, they may or may not be cultists. Do they look like cultists? They're cultists. 
We know uh, they're cultists. We, we, we were given information that they're cultists. You would know they were cultists. Okay. Although they're wearing different garb than the other cultists you've okay. run across. Ooh. Good to know. So, uh, first throw. Does 18 hit you with a... Does it hit you with a plus five to your AC? No. Okay. Cobalt uh, number two is going to try and attack you with his dagger. That also misses. And number three is also going to try and hit you. That was a... 23 with a plus five. Uh, it does hit. Okay. So one of them hits you for three damage. Okay. The acolyte standing in front of Kurt is going to go. He is going to cast Sacred Flame on you. Okay. Actually, it technically doesn't say it's a ranged attack. It just a 60 feet. Um, Sacred Flame should have a saving throw, so right. it is not a ranged attack. Okay, good. Okay, so go ahead and make a deck save, Kurt. I think that I have advantage on those. I have advantage on deck saving throws against effects that I can see for danger sense. Perfect. Go ahead so. and roll for with advantage. Go danger sense. The hairs on my back tingle. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Ooh, there's a uh, an actual 20. Yeah. yeah, that saves. Um, Yeah, plus three, so 23. Nice. That saves. Yep. He he starts casting a spell and light comes out of his hands and you're just and you just sidestep. Yep. Mm-hmm. Boom. <laughs> Slide. I to the sense lift. that coming. <laughs> Crisscross. Okay, <laughs> cultists or uh, the hooded figure, sorry, is going to also cast uh, Sacred Flame, but this time at Izzy. Okay. So go ahead and make a Dex save. I do not get advantage. <laughs> <laughs> But that's okay. Oh, okay. That is a six. That fails. Yep. That fails. All right. You take three points of damage. Okay. Three and three. Yes. Celestine, it Yay. is now your turn. I. There was some light fizzling, and one of them hit Izzy. Hmm. Izzy. No. I'm Can... fine. Let's see. I got this. Can I take fist bump? Five. Step, footstep next to Kurt, squeeze in and hit one of the robed figures and then scoot back. So, squeezing rules, you have disadvantage on attack rolls and dexterity saving rolls. Attack rolls against you have advantage while it is in a smaller space. Okay, so just for this point, um... If I move over five feet to the left over here, is that still considered squeezing? There's no good way. I'm just trying to make room. I would say if you move into the back corner, the answer is no, because you're moving away from your ally. If you would have moved into the square in front of it, yes, that would be squeezing, because you're squeezing right next to Kurt. Okay, I'm trying to give room so Usarker can come in. Okay, cool. Um, So I'm going to be here. I'm actually... So I had my worm all out, but it looks like... It doesn't, so it doesn't have reach. So it's not going to reach the, the robed figure who is in front of Izzy and Kurt. So I'm actually going to pull out my javelin, which I have on here. So I'm assuming I have it. Um, and I'm going to throw my javelin at the robed figure in front of Kurt. Go for it. So strength. We're going to call that Acolyte A. But you don't know it's an acolyte, so pretend you never heard that name. Okay. It's still roped figure. 
That's a 16. That hits. Cool. Uh, what does the javelin do? Does that hit with cover? Yes, it does. Okay. How much damage does the javelin do? D6. Thank you. Plus strength. That would be an 8. 8 for damage. Ooh, this guy is real hurt. Real hurt. Uh, okay. And that's the end of my turn because I just threw my javelin. Okay. I need to pick up a couple more. Usurker, how are you going to get into this room? Speaking of long pointy objects. Mm-hmm. So I am currently outside of the Sally entrance. Is there, say, a rack of spears or anything around there? There would be about 10 feet away. Where? Uh, right to the north. So, like, right over. You're right. Actually, I'd say it'd be up 50 feet. It would be in this little corner right here. That's where they keep some weapons. So it would take two movements to grab one and come back and hand it to me if you were looking for that. Very well. I will go over here to the north where they have the rack of spears, okay. and I am going to grab, hmm, we'll just grab um, two for now. Okay. And then I am going, and these are long spears, things that have nice, good reach. Okay. And I am going to come back over, and I am going to, you know, stay here at the door, and I am going to say, Celestine, if we can't get through because of the press Let's use these spears. I'm going to hand you one, and then I am going to use Tactician, and I am going to target... Which one is the one, left or right, who's been most wounded? The one on the left has been wounded. So I'm going to target Tactician uh, with Kurt and Isidore and say, let's finish him off. And that is the end of my turn. Izzy, it is your turn. So hearing Lord Pride say... Uh, to attack that one hooded figure. She gives a little salute and says, Aye, aye, Lord Pride. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to stabby stab with her scimitar at uh, the one in front of Kurt. She's like within melee of both of them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Making sure. Oh, that's a much better roll. That's a 23 to hit. Very nice. He dies. With advantage? How do you kill him? Oh, not even with advantage. He had one hit point left. <laughs> oh, so close. Well, yep. I mean, that was max. Almost max. So. <laughs> Ten points of damage. <laughs> Anyways. But, uh, okay. Then bonus action. Swipe at the other guy. Okay. With my offhand attack. And that is a 13 to hit. That hits. Sweet. Ooh, that is 12 points of damage. How would you like to kill both of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. So uh, the one in front of Kurt, I lunge and stab him. And the other guy, I take my scimitar and I sli- and I swipe it from shoulder to hip. Not like a, a deep gash, but like a shallow gash, but it bleeds a lot kind of thing. So he dies. <laughs> I don't know how to describe that. That makes sense. Okay. Shallow, very bloody, but not like gory. Sure, <laughs> I understand. It's enough. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> as, as, as I see this beautiful thing, I'm going to say, "Good job, Isidore. Kurt, if you move up into the gap, we can press them with your shield, and you could use a spear, Isidore, if you desire to thrust at them from a distance or not." I'm good with my scimitars. I like kind of shake the blood off them. <laughs> <laughs> Kurt, it is now your turn. I'm going to rush into the gap. Um, okay. And attack the kobold 
who was there. So I'm like right in between the wall and the side and got my shield up for, to protect. And I'm going to go ahead and attack the, um, the kobolds in front of me. Do it. What are these kobolds armed with? So, something ranged. Uh, yes, daggers. So far you've only seen daggers. Ah, so they're just throwing daggers at us. Um, I got a 19 to hit. That hits. For 10 damage. Ooh, how would you like to kill this kobold? Uh, knock down with my axe. Just like, thump, and just crumbles. Alright, he crumbles to the floor, and he did. Anything else? I have further movement. I'm going to move forward to, um, not... Um, press that one so that um, Isidore or one of the others can push through as well. Okay. It is now the Kobold's turns. They just kind of look at each other and go, No! <laughs> and they're just going to run out the door. Kurt, you can just take an attack of opportunity on one of them if you so desire. I'm going to do so. 16. That hits. <laughs> 13. One of them crumples and the other one Leaps over the body. Oh, no. And just keeps going. Mm-hmm. You guys are now out of combat. Yay. I loot the daggers that the kobolds threw at me. I bar the Go door. Go for it. There are three. <laughs> I- I'm going to help Celestine bar the door. Okay, so as you guys are looking at the door, you notice that this door is extremely, extremely damaged. You guys would know that uh, casting mending over and over again Could would it. fix it. How far away so are any further aggressors see if there's a cleric nearby who here. can cast Mending and we just stand guard at the door in case anyone else attacks it? How far away yeah. are any further aggressors, any other reinforcements, say, to these people who broke through or the like? Go ahead and make a perception check. And I'm going to go searching for... That's, um, like a... Five. Sorry, seven. You see people standing outside, but they don't seem to be approaching. They just look to be holding a perimeter. I'm going to go search for a spellcaster in the keep who can who knows the mending spell. All right, so Izzy, you you run off. Uh, as you're running through the keep saying, does anybody know mending? Uh, I assume that's what you're doing. Yep, that's exactly what she's doing. <laughs> Do um, you know mending? Do you know mending? Who knows mending? There's like kobolds <laughs> falling out to your feet. Multiple um, things came through here before Escobert learned about this. For flavor, so can I say, are, like, I'm helping, like, stab a few kobolds as I'm running, shouting for who Yeah, for flavor, you're just drive-by stabbing. <laughs> yeah. Drive-by stabbing. The guards seem to have the inside of the keep under control. Okay. And there's, it's, slowing, it's slowly starting to ramp down. After a few shouts, somebody yells, I know mending. <gasps> Come with me. We have to fix the door. <laughs> All right, so there's this young man. He's, he's a blonde-haired young man. He looks to be maybe 18 or 19. Oh, he's super young. Super young, and he's got he's Just got robes. That that one guy who that one guy who called me a kid. He hasn't seen a kid until he met this kid. <laughs> uh, the, this kid has um, the garb of of a cleric of Timora. Okay, my new favorite goddess. <laughs> yes. So uh, he he follows you, and he goes, oh, oh uh, okay, and he starts casting mending. All right. What are you guys doing while he is doing we this? We are guarding the door. Guarding the door as he's casting mending. Yeah, and lifting the the pieces up. The pieces to be close to their approximate place. Helping out. Um so that when the mending catches it can, you know, bridge that gap. 
Because it, it's really only like a small area or something like that. Could we use skills such as, for example, proficiency in smithing to is assist and improve? And like I, I've got you logging can, skill. You can try. Does, I don't know if smithing works for wooden doors. Is it not a wooden door bound with iron? Or is it just straight wood? It's got iron on the edges. I mean, you, you're more than welcome to help. So I can't provide any special bonus. No, not in no. this case, unfortunately. In that case, I will stay in cover and make sure that nobody continues to approach. Right. The door is extremely damaged. So as he's casting, it's it's slowly being put together. You guys are helping put things back in their place so it gets stuck together. Um, as he's starting to cast the third casting, you hear, Retreat! Retreat! We need to go back! And a From group our side or from outside? From the inside. And as you guys are standing near that door... Back entrance, Kurt. Oh, no. Are we going to get swamped with people trying to exit? Yep. Yep. Oh, my gosh. A second group... We're going to kill them. It's okay. ...that are fleeing from the guards inside are trying to go back outside. Okay. There are two guards, three cultists, and three kobolds. We got this. Mm-hmm. Everybody roll for initiative. Woohoo. Izzy, what did you get? 13. Thank you. Celestine. One. Oh, Usarker? 15. Okay, okay. Kurt? Seven. Oh. Admit, inwardly, you're going, yes. Oh, no. <laughs> wow, my monsters go first. Oh, no. Okay. First up is one of the hooded figures. I'm that impressed. looks similar to the hooded figures you have run into before. This is definitely a cultist. And they're taking their whole movement to get up to the door. So, so if the, they're doing that... The interior door, as opposed to the exterior one. Correct. Okay. Because we are still inside the sally port. Mm-hmm. So which door are they going toward? They're going to the sally port or not the sally port? They are, they are getting into the room to go out that door. Okay, that they got were. it. Just making sure. Okay, so the kobolds are going to rush in. They see you guys. Hello. And they are going to attack with... Let's let's do some daggers. All right, so the first one is going to try and hit Celestine. Okay. They've got pack tactics on you, unfortunately. No advantage. Does, does a 21 hit? Yes. Okay, so the first kobold does three points of damage. I'm... Rolling real well, guys. Mm. Sweet. I negate that with Heavy Armor Master. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Clink. Uh, The second one is also going to go after you. Does a 20 hit you? Yes. Okay. (laughs) Three points of damage. I negate that too. (laughs) How much do you get to negate? Three. Wow. On non-magical We're going to stick you in the front. And the third one is going to throw a scimitar, or not scimitar. <laughs> oh, <laughs> throw a scimitar. Just, just that that's crazy. Sling. I meant to say sling. If some watery tot lobbed a scimitar at me. <laughs> uh, does a, and that's going to be at Izzy. Izzy, does a 14 hit you? No, it does not. All right, so this, the third kobold misses you. Usurker, it is your turn. What do you do? There's no space for me to get closer. There is not. And there is no space for me to maneuver. Therefore, I will take a def- I don't know. These people might try, might try and rush by me. Ready action. 
If one of these folks comes near me, I will stab them with my war scythe. In the meantime, I will use my bonus action to give Tactician on this one right in front of Isidore to Celestine and Kurt. Which one? The one in front of Celestine? Um, yes. Cobalt A. We're going to call that Cobalt A. Okay, Izzy, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I am going to, yeah, I'm in front of the kobolds. I'm just going to slice it, slice at them mm -hmm. with my scimitars. I, I wouldn't do anything else. That's the logical thing to do. Right. That is a 16. 16 to hit. 16 hits. Okay. That is 12 points of damage. How do you kill it? I just stab it. Okay, next. <laughs> and a bonus attack, bonus action, uh, offhand attack. That is a nat one. Oh no. Oh. How does Izzy fumble this? So since she killed the one in front of her, she is actually going for the one that's a little bit to the side when she's attacking. So she kind of is leaning to attack it. And she slips a little bit and has to catch herself, but uh, she definitely misses him by, like, six inches. All right. Next up. Oh, sorry. Was there anything else you wanted to do? Uh, nope, that's it. Okay. That's my turn. Kurt. Uh, there's a space open in front of me um, a little ways. So I'm going to push past Izzy um, and attack the kobold that is... Uh, nearby and in front of Celestine as well. All right, that one you have advantage on. Is that the one? It is. Okay, cool. I don't even have to make my reckless attack. Um, 19 to hit. That hits. Yes. By a long shot. Having a plus 7 to hit is fantastic. <laughs> yep. 13 damage. How do you want to do that? Um, I'm going to... Uh, hit it from the side and knock it into the wall. Um, and it, it falls down. So. All right. He crumples and dies. Anything else? No. I, I, want, I want to... Oh. Kayla, what's your, um, what's your initiative? When are you... One. Okay, so you, you are going to act next in the future. Okay, so I will leave that space for you. Okay. So I will remain where I am protecting right. Izzy. Okay. Unfortunately, that space is going to get occupied. That's okay. That works. By a guard. That puts Gets it right in our me. wall perfectly. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. And a, the second guard is going to come up there. He's going to peek in through that door, and he both of them are going to attack Kurt because you are right there. Yep. I'm going to roll luck. for both of them at the same time. This is not an advantage thing. Okay, one is definitely going to miss. The other one is going to... My AC is 19. Yeah, this one hits. There was a 21. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I'm rolling real bad tonight for damage. That's two points of damage, sir. Okay, I'll take it. Okay. Your misery is our joy. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we still okay. love you, Corin. That's okay. I know what comes next. Oh. Celestine, it is now your turn. Okay, warm all out. I'm going to hit the guard. Is that the, a guard in front of me? Yeah. Yes. I'm going to hit the guard in front of me. That would be a, unfortunately, a 10. 
That misses, unfortunately. Okay. Um, let's see. I've already used War Priest once. We're gonna go ahead and use it again. And so I'm gonna use War Priest and bonus action. Hit him again. Okay. That's a 22. Or that 24. Hits. Both of them hit. That's 10 damage. Oh, this guy's looking real hurt. An inch of his life. On a scale of 1 to 11, probably a 1. <laughs> <laughs> I was guessing that. <laughs> okay, and that's it. Except for the 11 part. Thank you for telling us they're max HP. Of course, of course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so these two cultists are going to... One's going to go right here in this corner, and the other one's going to stay behind this guard right here, and he can see... He can see Kurt, and the other one, she can see Celestine. So I need both of you to make dex checks for me, Oh, please. no. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on. I lied. Neither of them can attack this round because they only have scimitars. Uh. I lied. That's it. That's all they can do. Oh, good. <laughs> no dex saving throw this, uh, this turn. Yep. And this third one is just hanging out because he's, he's, he's basically yelling, come on, come on, come on. They're coming. They're coming. They're coming. Come on, let's get go. What's, what's ensues. the hold up? Panic ensues, pretty much. I think he should trample his friends in front of him, crushing them to death beneath his feet. I will take that into consideration on the next turn. <laughs> do do our allies on the inside assist us at all? They're still taking care of some other people. Okay. You still are fighting out there. That's fair. So you don't know when they might come and help you. Uh, next up is the kobold. He is going to throw a dagger at Izzy. Okay. Just because I feel like picking on you tonight. Sure. Why and not? He has packed techno. No, he doesn't. No, have not on Izzy. He's all alone. He misses with a nine. Yes, he does. <laughs> all right. That's it. They cannot get through this door. Usurker, it is your turn. Excellent. I stand back here way far away <laughs> from where I can possibly reach anyone. You know, <laughs> if you move up five feet... I bet your war side can hit that guard. Is this a space I can stay in, or is this not a space I can stay in? I will say it's a space. Okay. If that's a space, then I can attack this fellow. Yes. The one right in front of me who's hanging on for dear life. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he in, has in cover. between the other three of us. He has half cover due to that. Raising my, ra yes, raising my scythe over my head and thrusting it down over the shoulders of... Easy door. I'm going to give him a nice solid poke if I can. Okay. A nice solid poke indeed. This one has a unnatural 20. Oh, that hits. Nice. 13 damage. How do you kill him? Um, with a nice solid poke, it uh, goes into his chest region and he staggers falling down. Perfect. Anything else? I then turn to... Let's see. Can I see this um, this soldier? Oh, there's one here, isn't there? Yeah, there's one hiding in that corner in the shadow. I say, these spellcasters seem to be the more dangerous ones and leaders. Perhaps if we target them, and I'm going to... Who, whose turns are next? Is it going to be Isidore and Izzy Kurt? and Kurt. I will give them advantage with tactician. Okay. Izzy. Speaking of Izzy, it is your turn. Okay. 
Um, I am going to move up so that I am in front of the last remaining kobold and the spellcaster that Lord Pride just uh, gave us the tactician on. Um, okay. And I'm going to attack the spellcaster. Sweet. So with advantage. We have not seen that one actually cast a spell, though. Well. So. But he does look like the one. I made that mistake. They don't actually have spells because they're cultists. But you Cult- can you can consider them spellcasters. You, yeah. you don't uh, really know. I would not have called them a spellcaster had I known. However, during the heat of battle, yeah. he just looked like the type. He yeah. looks like a spellcaster. That's fair. He had a cowl. I attack the humanoid. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's an 11 to hit with advantage. Oh, that misses. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, I rolled a five and a three. Things happen. Sometimes it happens. All right, offhand attack. Um, it's an only advantage on the first attack, right? That I make, or all attacks. That, that is correct. The okay. help action is only for one at one. Okay, that one's much better. That is a twenty-four to hit. That hits. Okay. That is eight points of damage. Ooh, just barely hanging on. And that ends my turn. Okay, Kurt, your turn. Um, that is too far for me to get to. Um, so I'm going to attack the hooded figure in front of me. Uh, and I'm going to make it a reckless attack. Get um, that guard. A 19 debt. And you said the guard? Um, yes. Okay, that hits. Uh, six damage. Still up. Still kicking. But he looks a little wounded. I swing around my axe, and um, he, he gets his... Uh, it, it cuts in, in between his armor, but only just so. He shrugs it back, I imagine. Okay. Speaking of that, it is his turn. He is going to retaliate with his spear. Pretty sure he misses with a 13. He does have advantage to hit me. Um, because I attacked recklessly. I rolled the same thing, a 13. <laughs> <laughs> and he misses. You have damaged his arm enough that he is in a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Surprised him, maybe, as I, <laughs> I swung around the, the corner here. <laughs> yep. Okay, that is the other one's dead. Okay, Celestine, it's your turn. Okay, so I can't move forward at all, so I am going to pick up a... Tight space. It's a tight space, but I'm going to pick up a Mm -hmm. javelin. I'm going to throw the javelin at the humanoid creature that Izzy attacked in the corner there. Okay. Um, Do you still have the spear I gave you? I do. That has reach. Okay. So I'll use this. Is it? Long spear. I believe that's a d10 damage. I don't Maybe. I will roll well, for if it, attack. It's just a normal spear. You, I'm, I specifically reach. asked for a long uh, spear. Okay, then yes, that has 10. I'm using the wrong name, and that's confusing you. The name of the weapon is the pike. The okay. pike is the long spear, and it is a heavy reach two-handed that does a d10 piercing damage. There oh, okay, got it. So, so it's a pike. I rolled a 22 to hit. That hits. And 9 damage. How do you want to kill this guy? Just piercing through the heart. Cool. Nice and simple. Nice. Next up. Oh, and I had to uh, drop my my warm all on the ground in order to do this. Okay. 
So the other cultist, he's actually going to run this way and take his chances. And so Good is luck. this guy. Good luck. So running, running away from our well-defended. Yeah, he's running port. away. This kobold is stuck and he is freaking out, freaking out. I mean, he could run past his friend. He is allowed to move through the spaces, technically. Is it a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Not if he tramples him. Mm-hmm. So fight, flight, or freeze, he's going to fight. And he's going to try and hit Izzy. And misses. Again, he may start panicking, panicking more. more. He might be leaning toward fleeing. Possibly. He's Except so entranced by the, the jingle jangles on Izzy's belt. Sure. <laughs> yes. <laughs> he had one job and this was not it. It was to steal things. <laughs> he sees things to steal. Yes. <laughs> and he Just, cannot steal them. And he cannot steal them. You know, he, he really needed to check the job description because I don't think stealing things includes charging the keep to assault it where all the s- governor's soldiers are. <laughs> Perchance. He was uh, in fine print. He didn't have his glasses on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Usarker, it's your turn. Excellent. I will move up a little bit here and... I really can only see the kobold with any clarity at all. Mm. So I will just take a nice long stab at him with my scythe. That's an almighty 12. That just hits. Oh, nice. Wow. I uh, do 13 damage to the kobold. Finish him. I stab him so thoroughly that it's kind of stuck in his head for a moment. And I have to shake it off. Mm. Okay, cool. Anything else? And then I use tandem tactician... Izzy and Kurt on the surviving soldier. Okay. Izzy, it is your turn. Uh, the surviving soldier is the only thing left, so I'm going to swipe at him with my scimitar. And I have advantage with the tactician. All right. That is 19 to hit. That hits. Okay. All right. That is seven points of damage. Kill him. So I swing my scimitar at this guard and... I actually get into his thigh, and he bleeds out and dies. Okay. All three of the cultists ran. Can I run after them? <laughs> sure. You so desire. <laughs> Can I just run after them with my scimitars and All like right. chase them into some of the other soldiers in the keep mm-hmm. so that they're either apprehended chase? or killed or whatever, but they don't escape. That's what I was going to ask. Is this a flavor chase <laughs> so that we can chase. run them down and slaughter them all? And... Or or we keep them guards so that we can interrogate them. Yeah. <laughs> it depends on how bloodthirsty our soldiers are. And I think the answer is they're not. <laughs> you hear uh, Governor Nighthill in the in the background saying, ah! saying keep <laughs> one alive. Keep one alive. <laughs> they have information. <laughs> and eventually they do keep one alive. They wrestle him to the ground. I, if you guys want to help wrestle him, you're more than welcome Izzy to. Izzy definitely helps wrestle one down. Okay. Oh, yes. Easy door. You're <laughs> the one who should help wrestle them. Definitely. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> and as you res- wrestle this uh, this She's cultist. actually very okay. helpful. But <laughs> as you wrestle down this cultist, they, you tie him up, and uh, Governor Nighthill rips off the hood, and you see a female half-elf there. And she's like, ah, what? Let me go! And he says, no, we're not going to do that. We have questions. And that's where we're going to end our session. Thank you for listening to this episode of Power Word Crit. 
Stay tuned for more adventure on PowerWordCrit.com or your favorite podcast streaming site. Now, as we end this episode, please enjoy this brief message that we're calling a PS. We are gathered here today to mourn our beloved brothers. Philip, 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 and Philip with an F. We also mourn the loss of Philip, whose body was never recovered from the Greenness Raid. We hope and pray he is alive, but the chances aren't good. Philip was a good kobold, strong, quick, and handsome. He will be sorely missed. Philip was also good, but a little less good. He was a little less strong, but more quick, and slightly less handsome than Philip. He will also be sorely missed. Philip, well, Philip was the black sheep of the family. He was prone to wandering off on his own, and you know how quickly individuality will get you killed. In the end, that's probably why he died first. But despite his flaws, he loved his family, and his family mostly loved him. He will be sorely missed. Philip, young, sweet Philip, was only a boy, barely an adult. He had much to prove, but he will never be able to prove it. His potential will be sorely missed. And Philip with an F, dearest Philip with an F, was, well, he was Philip with an F. He'll kinda be missed. Sort of. Anyways, please send all condolences to their parents in the form of shiny objects and tools. They are trying to repair their sinkhole trap in their backyard, and all the tools and lumber you can spare will greatly help them. So, yeah. Is the food ready? Oh, good. I'm starved. Goodbye, dear Phillips. We will miss you greatly. Now, hand me that chicken leg. Thank you.